Hello, and welcome to the Cash News Podcast, informative conversations about all things cash and currency. Here's Tom and Sean. We can't show you right now because the camera isn't easy to move. Actually, Pat, pick up that cooler and show everybody. everybody but we had a special guest. Pat's coming in. You got a... So, so Pat's got the cooler of money. Look at this. It, it's full of money. Full of it. All you got to do is come to booth 647 and drop off a card and AFP San Diego and full of money. I mean, stacks and stacks of money and, and a Yeti cooler. So come by and see us. All right, what do we got? What are, what are we talking about for today? We're not we're not done yet, but we're almost wrapping up. What, what do we got for the day? Yeah, no, been a been a good day. Uh, lots of different conversations. Um, I feel like the banks were well represented today. Um, almost every session I went to, walking around on the floor, somebody from a bank talking about global treasury changes, uh, like cross border payments has been been around today. Just a lot of different topics. I mean, what have you heard throughout the course? I think, you know, so I, I got to say, starting up, it was a little bit surprised, but um, a really good, well, pretty well-rounded representation of the financial industry. You've got big banks and uh, asset management, a lot of AI, a lot of software providers. Obviously, you know, um, we're here. Yeah, I'd say there's, there's definitely an AI presence. You know, there hasn't been, I don't know if you've seen any. I haven't seen any or heard much from the digital currency or stable bullion space here. I didn't. And maybe because it's kind of geared towards the, again, the corporate treasurers, the, yep. that retail segment where, where stable coin isn't really a thing yet. No, but what I did hear today from multiple people is like the question of, is this going away? Um, so multiple people came up and said, is this going away? And clearly it's not. We have a cooler full of it here. Um, so, and we, we, you know, obviously joking, we know, Sean and I, we talk about this all the time, kind of the evolution of cash, but we, we still have cash here. And, and I think kind of proof of what you're saying is what we don't often see is there's not a lot of digital guys here where at, when we're usually together, that's a yeah. pretty good presence and mix. Yeah, I'd say there, there usually is more of a, of a digital currencies, the segment. And also, usually everybody's asking about CBDCs. Are they happening? Are they not happening? What does that mean for this? But I just haven't seen a lot of that, even on the agenda. Yeah. No. Hasn't really been a point, um, which is interesting. Uh, yeah. But, but I will say, I, as I said this morning, real-time payments and instant payments, definitely a theme. And I think that's probably where the, the focus is. And maybe it was an intentional choice not to really include the stable point discussion because, as we know, that it gets confusing sometimes uh, for folks. Yeah, I, I, it could have been intentional in that you say that it would make sense if if some folks thought about, hey, let's not let's not let's not blur the lines. But um, we did. I did see a lot of folks that stopped by today talking about instant payments. We actually had some providers stop by even, you know, kind of just talking through it. Yeah, and I think I think the next phase in, in digital payments or not, well, digital payments, but instant payments specifically and looking just around at some of the the displays that are around us and what folks are talking about is probably the cross-border angle. Um, I think uh, obviously there's still some domestic things that need to be worked out, but cross-border is a pain point, right? Yeah, For, definitely. It's expensive. There's a lot of friction. It's time-consuming. Uh, if instant payments can find a way to work that's probably that's probably where the real yeah if it got cross border you'd see a big benefit um and some of the challenges might go away it might they might for sure and i think that's where and what i've seen at some of the other conferences has been that's where kind of there's this potential interplay i think between instant payments 
maybe even deposit token stablecoin type things where maybe there's a, a layer that lets the flow go from one instant payment system to another instant payment system. Not that you can't connect them. There's a good pilots going on right now about connecting instant payment schemes. Um, but one of the ways that you can do it even currently and kind of leapfrog that that islet is um, through a stable plane structure. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's still, I don't know, I, I think kind of like I mentioned this morning, one of the big challenges for, for instant payments too is uh, dollar value. How do you deal with the exchange? Who pays? Yeah, yeah. But like there's, because it's, a little riskier at the moment anyway as there's yeah yeah it's it's changing in real time and it's changing in real time yeah and you're you know if it, i forget what the cap is now but it's pretty low yeah and in terms of what the size of an instant payment for fed now, for fed now. i think it was five hundred thousand. i don't know if they changed it I don't think they did. yeah it was five hundred thousand. yeah so and the point for that is if you're talking about a especially a corporate cross-order flow that's not enough money but it's not for a lot of Interestingly enough, though, and, and I happened, I just, like, I was on a plane for 30 hours, so I consumed as much FedNow information as I could, um, because that's what we do at the Cash News Podcast. And so while there is um, the $500,000 limit, there's not a limit of how many transactions you can do. So there, the way I read it is it was left open to the finance institution to propose a limit if they want to do, but the Fed will allow, would allow as many 500,000 transactions so it's actually one of the points that came up. People were against it, but it was like you could they were instant, so you could do them one after another. But the safeguards or not even really safeguards, if you wanted to implement a restriction, it would be on the FI to do it to do that. And so unless this I wanna just put out the caveat, unless something changed, you know, since of all the reading, but I was reading direct from the Fed and really just because I was I'm getting ready for currency research. I'm getting amped up. That's why. That is. It'll be yeah. ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready. There you go. I love I love getting up there and then people are like, What did you did you guys make bags? And I'm like, Oh, here we go. What do you want to know? So yeah, no, I, I um I went through and was really actually I think in the next when we're together in currency research we can we can really talk about it with some of the groups of again, the confusion about Fed now, is it the C B D C is it this, is it that? And it's like, no, it's kind of just an enhancement of real time payments. And it's not new. It's, it's, it's that, that now is new, but the whole right. premise is not new. No, the premise is not new. No. And to your point earlier, they're not, that's not the only thing this has been going on. Yeah. yeah. And I think we talk about it a lot and we hear a lot about it. We hear the confusion about it because we're in the space. Yeah. space right? yeah. But if you were to ask 10 people on the street, they would probably, what FedNet now is, I yeah. heard of FedNow, they yep. would say, they would say no. No, no. Well, even even CBDC is like when we were down in Mexico City, it was like, oh, you mean crypto? I'm like, no, no, I, I don't. I don't actually mean crypto. I will say that for the folks in D.C. that the people that said we should rename our podcast, um, we told you that the, the market was going to crap. We both of us said this was going to happen and it did. So just want to make that clear that we, we predicted that I think during COVID and the first one, like a little more volatile. So I don't remember your name, but you were wearing like a long brown jacket. And you told me that I should have changed the name of the podcast because Bitcoin was taking going to take over cash. So I know you're watching. There you go. Yeah, there you go. we're gonna get hate <laughs> mail now. We love it. We love mail. <laughs> you're welcome to come on and discuss it with us too. We want you to come on and discuss it. We love the banter. So this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna sign off for a few minutes. We have a special guest. 
who's going to come on in just a minute. And then we might. So special. So, I don't even know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. <laughs> Unscripted, live. This is what we do. We always do something. We do. We do. Right? We usually have a coupon code there's or something. A, there's a coupon code. There's late breaking news. There's late breaking news, everything. I mean, we've, we've released so many things on the podcast right now. But we're going we're gonna to take a break. We'll be back to wrap up the day with a special guest. And then maybe, possibly, depending on what it'll look like, we'll do a quick walk around and see if the folks from AFP don't throw us out for videotaping uh, without permission. All right. Yeah. With that, that like a- we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to the Cash News Podcast. We hope you found this episode insightful. Don't forget to like and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter, and be sure to visit us at thecashnews.com to stay up to date with the latest on the world of cash. Thanks again for listening to the Cash News Podcast.